0: There's no slander.
1: There's no slander to the
0: Utah but you guys got to understand. You guys got to understand, just like in video games growing up, we never played with Utah. Even as great as Carl Malone and John Stockton. Hey, everyone. Welcome to an edition of the Ball Street Journal podcast. It's me and Nishant here today, and we got a very special guest that we're going to introduce in a little bit. But All-Star Weekend is here upon us before we knew it. Uh, not sure how this All-Star Weekend is going to work, but we're here going to here to talk about that today and some other topics. So, Nishant, how's it going? Doing good, man.
1: Uh, long time no talk. Happy to be here. Happy to talk a little bit more basketball. We talked last time about how we didn't think the All-Star Game would happen, but lo and behold, money rules everything. So here we are.
0: I know. Money money's like the driving force behind every single NBA decision, it seems, right now. But before uh, you know, I introduce our guest, you know, we just realized this is our thirtieth episode. So, you know, big uh, big milestone right here.
1: <laughs> yeah, thanks but, to all those people that listen, you know, as we were having as we transition from shitty audio to better audio. Hopefully you guys <laughs> have enjoyed the ride with us.
0: <laughs> all right. Without further ado, so our special guest today is Rohan Shah. Also went to high school with me and Nishan, South Brunswick native, huge basketball fanatic. I'm going to let you have the floor, Rohan, so just introduce yourself and tell us why you love basketball.
2: Yeah, for sure. Thanks for having me on, guys. Um, I mean, I know we've known each other since our high school days in South Brunswick. We go a long way back, almost, what, 12, 13 years, I'd say now. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, uh, I was I heard about your podcast that you guys were making. Now I found out today that it's been what your thirtieth one. Now I'm a guest appearance on it, which makes it a little bit more because uh, pressure on it now uh, for your 30th <laughs> podcast. But no, um, I heard I heard one of your podcasts that Davos sent over, one of our other friends from high school, and um, I think it was the KD one that you guys were talking about, and I listened to it, and I was like, oh, snap, I've always had, like, uh, I've always wanted to create a podcast, or be part of, like, a podcast, just so, like, you know, the ringer group would, so, here we are, um, episode one for me, um, and we're ready to get the ball rolling on this, so thanks for having me on again.
0: Yeah, it's exciting, so, just before, and then, I understand you're also a huge Nets fan, right? Oh,
2: yeah, I should mention that, probably, since this is a basketball pod, uh, huge <laughs> Nets fan. <laughs> Huge. And huge LeBron fan so we'll get to the topics I guess later on well at but... least he's
0: out of the east now so you don't got to worry about him exactly to that's true
2: that. we'll, we will see them in I guess June or July this year because everything's a little pushed back but yeah huge Nets fan back from our K- Kerry Kittles Keith Van Horn days <laughs> Um, all the way oh, to man. who would have thought? Scary like fifteen years. Scary hours. Yeah, scary hours. <laughs> fifteen years later, we have James Harden, Kyrie Irving, Kevin Durant. Great, excellent. That's the same thing uh, as
1: Vince uh, Carter, Richard Jefferson, Carrie Kittles, right? Yeah, definitely. I would
0: <laughs> No, I think it was just funny. I mean, it, I just saw this one picture of like this Nets roster from like five years ago, and it's like Chase Budinger, Sean <laughs> Kilpatrick.
2: <laughs> and Sean and Kilpatrick. It's almost like.
0: Wow. Sean Marks turned that into, like, KD, Kyrie, and James Harden somehow. It's just, like... I
2: mean, this guy, just, He's has been... Everyone knows he's riveted around the league, right? Like, uh, Sean Marks, um, everyone talks good about him when he's on the Spurs. And then he's drafting, like, Jared Allen and Nick Claxton. Like, he's, you know, he has a good eye for talent, too, which is uh, was help- helping us, uh, our organization out. So, yeah, we'll see what the future yeah. has in store for Yeah,
0: he hit on all those picks, like, Karis LeVert, <laughs> like, all those picks. Yeah, And more importantly,
2: um, he's getting guys like...
1: Um, You know, Bruce Brown and stuff, those guys are, you know, contributing, which is, it's hard to do when your salary cap is strapped. I mean, I I can't, he's doing some good work and that's why the Nets are so good. Yep. Three All Stars, right? Three All Stars. (laughs)
0: Three All Stars. (laughs) Only team with three All Stars. -stars. (laughs) Two play, (laughs) asterisk, but it's fine. (laughs) But, anyways, you know, something I wanted to touch on is right now it's like i think we're up to 17 teams that are allowing fans in the arena but it's always like limited regardless i think most people are watching their teams at home like on tv and the bubble was one thing where it was, it was never like, you're not seeing empty seats in the bubble cause it was just like a, I think it was like an auditorium that they basically convert, or like a ballroom that they converted into a basketball court. And I thought the TV viewing experience in the bubble was pretty good. They put the uh, crowd noise into, into our TV and we heard it uh but it seemed pretty good but what i wanted to ask you guys is like how's it been like are you just used to it now like watch nishan i guess i can start with you like just watching these games on tv with no fans like are you just used to it now like how's it been for you
1: yeah i mean you can say i'm a knicks fan so i'm used to an empty arena just think. but uh <laughs> <laughs> um, there we go you, you, uh, <laughs> i think from like a tv viewing perspective i can't see too much difference i mean I, you know like you don't get the fun inter uh like timeout, you know, like the fun celebrity row and things like that, which is kind of sad. But I think overall the quality of the game for me is really good. And from a viewing perspective, I can't see the, I can't, I thought that there would be a big downfall in terms of player motivation, like end game, things like that, because there's not the electricity of the crowd. But but unlike the bubble, now you're starting to see the home teams actually starting to get the home court advantage and, and getting wins. So I think overall they've settled in. I think I've settled in. But it's nice to see fans back, back in the arena. And I, I saw after the Knicks' last win, when they got to, when they got to above 500, they had like got people outside the arena celebrating. And I
0: mean that, that's <laughs> always nice. Yeah. They, they celebrated going above 500 like they won the title. <laughs> that's right.
2: Small steps. Small stuff.
0: <laughs> what about you, Rohan? How's it been for you watching on TV?
2: Yeah, so I guess if we rewind back to, let's say, August, when we were going back, or, you know, and sports were coming back and whatnot, obviously without fans, I don't know how you guys felt, but I was not excited. Like, at least after seeing that first game, it's like, oh, it's an empty arena. I'm not even there, and I could just, like, feel like it's very quiet, right? Like, how do you, as an athlete, and I know we all have played sports, probably not at the professional level that these guys do, but <laughs> yeah, you, you, you need that you need someone rooting for you, you and that's how you get like you know excited or like the motivation that you want to play with and as, as professional athletes like as these guys would they really thrive on that right like just like atmosphere crowd atmosphere and if you're a superstar you thrive on like people booing you right like especially in the playoffs so even like the first i don't know first few weeks that they had the play-in games and whatnot it was okay but then like the playoffs roll around and then i'm telling my friends like I don't know how this will feel like when the finals roll around, right? Cause like I'm always there for packed crowds, all the noise, the cheering, whether it's your team or it's not your team, like, you know, players coming out of like the, the tunnels, seeing everyone all yellow or red or obviously there's the Cavs and Warriors have been in the finals recently so that's the colors that I mentioned but <laughs> yeah so I guess it was cool to have Microsoft partner with NBA um and like you know get those virtual uh seats out there that they use teams for and whatnot which I thought was cool I know as I always tried to do and I never got into one as in like I never got to be a virtual spectator as they had them But people had good good thoughts on them, good recommendations in terms of, you know, trying to use that, I guess, more, like, now. But now that we're back in arenas, that's hard to do. So, back in August, I would say it wasn't as fun, especially during the playoffs. But now that we're back in arenas, I think it's definitely a more um, better, I guess, case for the the fans itself. Um, Because you get to hear, like, the noise people cheering i think benches are more like loud too than they were like a few months ago because they realize Definitely. they need to amp up their their players and their and their superstars and whatnot so and like you said how many 17 18 teams are allowing fans i now? think
0: we're up to like we're up to 17 now yeah um, so the
2: nets are about to be one of them
0: um
2: yeah i, I think, think Nets now, started this allowing, month right
0: yeah nets and nick started allowing fans February, and then I think yeah. this week the right? sixers yeah sixers to like Phillies now allowing fans so cool. yeah Um, slowly getting there but i I think you hit hit on a good point where it's not just i think we saw that with lebron and courtside karen where uh in atlanta (laughs) it's not just about having those fans rooting for you but sometimes you just need those fans like who are like rooting against you as well and that really gets these players going sometimes yeah uh they're just so used to having those fans heckling them and like that's just part of their uh just playing experience like having fans heckling them on the road and I think if they kind of missed LeBron said like, yeah, I, I didn't think that Korsak carried needed to be kicked out. Like, he missed, <laughs> like, fans tackling him and getting him going. Uh, and I think that's something that they're missing. You know, I think the encouraging news is, like, the playoffs are a little bit later this year. They, they don't start till mid-May. By the time we get to the finals, it's going to be July. So I think the hope is, you know, they're slowly starting to allow fans to come back to the arena. And then by May, June, if more of the population is vaccinated, and then... You know, maybe based on each city's uh, vaccination rates and COVID uh, infection rates, I'm sure they'll decide to allow more fans or not. Uh, and let's, like, like Nishan was saying, I think all these teams are motivated by money and the chance to bring fans in for a playoff game, like playoff game ticket revenue. That's going to be <laughs> something I mean, they don't uh, want. Have miss you guys
2: seen on. some of these prices that are like on third party markets of how much like these net tickets are selling for? It's like it's ludicrous. What are they going for? I think retail, Lakers, Nets... So, this is retail, right? Like Just, like, for... like You could buy from, like, Nets.com was, I think, six fifty yeah. for, like, Upper Bowl. Oh, um, man. So, I can only imagine that they're reselling for at least a grand, right? Like, I mean, it's... I mean, it's oh. It's silly money. Like, I... I yeah. I, 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 I mean, Ticketmaster
1: for the Knicks, I mean, like, I checked the day after they announced that, it, you know, that it's going to be open because me and a buddy of mine wanted to go to a game. And most of the games were already, like, the non... Sold any, out. Any irrelevant teams were already sold out. So you had to go to second market, which... Yeah. I mean, is obviously going to jack prices up.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. That's that's, uh, that's not even a surprise. So, like, second market, they, they're just trying to make their money back, but... Uh, and then I, I think the, Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. But I think overall, I think, you know, the NBA's done a good job. As much as it can with the circumstances, like, making it... Uh, as viewable as possible on TV and, you know, hopefully it only gets better. But yeah. now that we're up, coming up on all-star weekend, you know, I think we got to talk about it. Um, this all-star rosters are all set, starters and the benches and everyone. And, you know, as soon as the, the they always announce the rosters, everyone's going off on like, oh, this person snubbed, that person snubbed. Um, but I think what they never do, and I think that's something that I wanted to do is – they always say, oh, this person should have made it, but they don't say who should have been taken out of that roster. You know, because it's a, it, it's tough, especially in the East. It was tough this year, 12 spots. Like, yeah. I, there was, like, a lot of good candidates. So, you know, I wanted to see what you guys thought with uh, with these rosters. And uh, what we'll do is, you know, with the every each East and West, uh, I know it's, like, Team LeBron and Team Durant, but I think initially, it's weird because like, it was started out East and West. But... Nishan, was there someone that you thought, East or West, that was a snub, and who would you have taken out instead?
1: So, I like to reward teams that are doing well, and I think um, I think one team, maybe this was a little bit different a few weeks ago when this was all announced, because this team wasn't doing as well, but we talked about them a lot. The Heat, you know, the Heat had a struggle starting off for of the season, they had a lot of COVID um, within their team, they had some injuries, and now they're squarely in the playoff picture and i I really think that you know with how much time jimmy butler has missed i really wanted to reward bam i mean he put on a show last year during the bubble he's pretty much been carrying their team um and is becoming a bigger leader and so i kind of wish that he would have made it and the guy that i would probably have taken out is Vucevic, and that's not because he's not extremely talented, and that's not because Orlando hasn't had their own fair share of injuries. But if you're, you know, if you're always in the bottom three or four in the East, um, it's it's hard to make a... It's hard in a, in a jam-packed conference with a lot of guys that are sort of the, the middle to end tier All-Stars. Like, it's really hard for me to justify Vucevic, who's been fantastic and deserves everything he gets, but I would have liked to see Bam making it and representing the heat who we know just came off an nba run had that the early season lull but are really getting traction now and are looking scary again
0: yeah I, I think the heat started off pretty slow this year they were hit by covid pretty hard um and i think that's ultimately what hurt hurt him i, I think yeah. even if you look at it now like they, they had picked the rosters a week later Not that the heat yeah. have put on some wins together uh i think that might have changed the coach's uh picks a little bit but what about you
2: Rohan yeah I mean just to add on to a little bit what Nishan was saying I think had this run for the Heat come like a week or 10 days ago I think it definitely would have seen more eyes for Bam but I mean we all as basketball fans knew that the Heat would put on a run we knew they weren't like a below 500 team at any point at any season right like at least right. I mean they have studs on their team so yeah it's a good uh that's a good sub in so I was I guess I was trying to figure out which roster the East or West I had, like, the, like, I guess the player that least deserved it. I, I really couldn't pinpoint one, but then I, I really, and then way I looked at it, I was like, oh, this is, this guy's definitely it. And why did he actually make it over, I guess, the stub that I'll point out is because what we've been talking about this entire time is money. Like, I don't think Zion deserved to be um, in the, the, as an all-star. Why is he that an all-star? I mean it's Zion Williamson, right? He, he'd bring it in. Probably. I mean, he's a he's a and We box know the office. NBA's trying
0: to promote him like hard.
2: <laughs> not yeah, promote him hard for I guess for the future, because it's not like they're selling box tickets at this all-star game that people are gonna be like, oh, let me go watch Zion, right? Yeah, he's putting up numbers, but at the same time, again to what Nishan was saying, I agree with him. I don't think you you give credit to players whose team isn't doing well. And the Pelicans are, I think what they're they're not even in the playoff hunt. I don't yeah, they're fifteen and twenty. I don't think he should have deserved an All-Star. I don't think he deserved an All-Star spot. Who I would have subbed in for it, I had two options, and I went with the one that I think probably deserved it the most, and it was um, Demar Derozan. Mm. I I would have picked Mike Conley, but that's who I thought you were gonna go with. You got. I mean, you have Rudy and Donovan, and to be a third All-Star in the West. You gotta stick out, and you can't. Uh, it's hard. The Jazz are number one in the NBA, and I mean, he could have made it. He probably should have made it many years. Like this is like not the first time he's been snubbed, or it could be in the snub category. But yeah. um I think. But no, going back to my my snub that should have made it is Demar Derozan. I, I mean, dude, the Spurs are they're eighteen and thirteen. They're playing pretty well. They're they're hit yeah. with the injuries too. I mean, Demar. I mean, uh, Lamarcus Aldridge hasn't played. Who's the other big guy that they have? Pop, no, Pirtle. is he? Has he played? Maybe. I don't know if he's... Pertle was
0: hurt in between, too. Yeah.
2: He was hurt a little bit. And he leads the team in points and assists. He's facilitating as like a small ball four that is like they've kind of changed him into or like Pop has changed him into. I think he's leading a career high in assists. He's averaging around 20 points a game. Um, and he, the, I mean, the, the Spurs are fifth in the Western Conference. Um, I think that says a lot about uh, the team and the coach himself. So I think I think DeMar DeRozan deserves
0: a spot over Zion Williamson. Yeah, I mean Pop just keeps reinventing the wheel. Um, yeah, th- the dude is seventy now, and you know people think he's gonna just step away. The, the his like once like Tim, Manu, Tony all retired, you know people thought like Pop's just gonna step away, like that's just his uh, time to go. But I don't know if he keeps finding motivation, and now the Spurs like reinvent the wheel. They got these young guys like Lonnie Walker, Dejounte Murray, yeah, um, and then they got like those young guys, but then they, they still have, have like players. the. the then they seven. got Demar and aldridge still who yeah. are both on expiring expiring contracts so they're going to be there i don't think they'll bring them back but it's like they play like two different ways like Demar and lamarcus kind of slow it down mm-hmm. then they got these like young guys who like to run and pace and space the floor yeah um but yeah i mean it's it's the west is just once again especially at the forward spot it is so crowded and uh it, it's just hard for like a guy to to bre- make it in yeah. I think for me, you know, the guy that I thought should have made it was uh, Chris Middleton. Uh, mm-hmm. And, you know, he's someone that he gets overlooked because he's the second best player on a on a really good team. But, and especially when you play next to Giannis, you know, Giannis gets all the credit, all the attention. It's hard for Giannis's sidekick to, uh, to make it unless you're like... He's scoring like 25 a game and that's not what middleton does he's always like around 20 a game uh, but if you look at all his like percentages he's like a 50 40 almost like 90 guy i think he's like 88 percent it's almost there so his percentages are really good um, he's kind of learned how to play with drew holiday now so they got like a big they're big kind of big three of their own with Drew, chris and Giannis. and he just he's just like consistent like he's always like 20 per game like every year um i think this year drew Holiday missed some games because he he had COVID, so he missed a couple weeks um but and i guess the person that i didn't think but kind of like you and nishan i think uh vucevic was the guy i would have taken out um not that he's a bad player like 24 points a game like he's really good but i think if i had to take one out i would have rewarded middleton for being a the second best player on a really good team instead of the magic who just yeah, they're just kind of hopeless. <laughs> like when I look at teams like Magic, the Magic, I'm just like, man, you just it just sucks to be stuck in the middle in the NBA. Like you either want to be really bad and try to get that high lottery pick, or you want to be at the top. That that middle zone is like the hardest, and that's just where the Magic are stuck at. What do you mean they got Mo Bamba? <laughs> oh man, Steve Clifford. Uh, oh man, he just he just won't play Mo Bamba. <laughs> I don't think he's ever gonna get minutes. Oh man. <laughs> But you know, one guy that, I mean, just he's not a snub or like someone I would have replaced, but I was just like, I know there was a lot of Zach Levine talk this year. And I was like, oh, I think he's playing pretty good. And when I went and looked, I was like, wow, he's averaging like 29 a game. Like that was like a surprising uh, staff for me. I think he was like the surprising all star for this year. He, um,
2: I thought long and hard about him because the Bulls, again, doesn't say much, but they're also in the playoff pitcher um, in the yeah. Eastern Conference. And I've watched. I'm not proud to say this, but I've watched my fair share of Bulls games. Um, not full games, but I would say in the last like fourth quarter, and he puts on a show, man. Like some of these same games, same. That he, yeah. Like against against studs, like against Dame Lillard, against good teams, and like he he's he, he just pops it. Doesn't there's no like you know he doesn't think twice about it, and he really makes it in, and he's bringing him his team back or keeping them at least competitive throughout the game. Um, and I think. He's taken that next step for sure. I think he did. He deserved it. I, mean, I want to just, I guess, pinpoint another player too, Trey Young, which I thought was really funny that he didn't make it or he made it last year, <laughs> didn't make it this year. That's what happens yeah. when you have Harden and
0: Durant, I guess, come into the Eastern Conference, right? Yeah. Unfortunately, yeah, that's probably what happens. Yeah, exactly. Like, what, I mean, yeah, the, the West to East migration just kind of screwed uh, a, lot, a lot of people who made the All Star team last yeah. year. I agree. <laughs> All right. But now let's get to most fun part now. So we're going to do our own mock draft, just like team LeBron and team Durant and just as a to the listeners, we are doing this before the actual draft, so we don't know the results of who LeBron and Durant actually picked. Uh, by the time you guys listen to this pod, you know that that's probably going to be done I mean it is going to be done the actual draft, <laughs> but we're going by just our own. So we're going to have Deshaun be team Durant, Rohan's going to be team LeBron, and the way it's going to work is just like the real way. LeBron's gonna get the, the first pick. He is gonna draft four starters, and then we'll go to the reserves, and then the shot is Durant, but since Durant's not playing in the game, he's actually gonna have to draft five starters. So Jason Tatum's the replacement for Durant. So he's part of the starters pool. And then with the reserves, team Durant gets the, the first pick. So, um, you guys ready to do this? I'm ready. Let's do it. Alright. So Rohan, your team LeBron, you got the first pick. Who you got? Oh, man.
2: First pick. This is always tough. Even, like,
0: when you have the first pick and,
2: like, pick a ball, that was always, like, the pressure. It's like, who do you pick? This is, like, all your friends, too. So, it's like, oh, shit. Like, am I going to pick this guy? Is he going to hate me if I don't pick him? Uh,
0: <laughs> or the last pick. Because the last pick the always last feels different. <laughs> <laughs> this is tough. Well, it's funny because the past two years or three years, LeBron always picked uh, KD Yeah, whenever he had first pick. And now KD's and like, a, another captain. Yeah, exactly.
2: Uh... I guess I gotta go with a guy who doesn't, who does, who does things that I, my, my, my captain doesn't do. LeBron, um, at least not as much as uh, he used to do before, and he plays defense. Um, and I, he, he almost teed up, teamed up with LeBron uh, last year, but didn't quite work out. And I'm gonna have to go with Kawhi Leonard. Um It's gonna be a number oh. one pick. The Claw, baby.
0: <laughs> the two-way menace nice nice so you got your wing set pretty much lebron I'm and my that's right all right nishan who you got
1: well so unlike rohan who has lebron who's a very level-headed minded guy you know he he's always thinking about the team he's always thinking about the win i'm kevin durant you know i'm thinking about how am I gonna be able to get into the most conflict in the DMs? I'm trying to make sure that I'm blowing, I'm blowing up social media. I gotta use my burner account this week. So uh, I'm gonna to try to go for the the, the team that's gonna be the most fun to watch, especially because I'm not gonna be there. So you know, let let help, <laughs> let hellfires raise, and I'm gonna to try to draft a team that I think uh, is gonna be competitive, but also is gonna be very aggressive. And with that said, uh, with my first pick, I want to pick a guy who is a friend of mine who likes to take hiatuses,
2: <laughs> and I'm going to go with that. That's all you needed to
0: say, hiatus. <laughs> <laughs> I already filled them in. Nice. So Kyrie Irving is first play for Team KD. He's gotta take his teammate, or, or else Kyrie might get offended. But. It's
2: funny because I was thinking of taking Kyrie just for the sake of what we were talking about earlier of like, you know, if we want to make it interesting, let's make it interesting. Let's call Kyrie over to my team. Reunite LeBron and Kai. Yeah. I, I just I wanna
1: see Kai I wanna see Kai go at it against LeBron. Like, LeBron. You know, try to get the switch. Yeah, that's what yeah. I want to
2: see. See that? Alright. Um This is interesting also. Two 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 very interesting picks. Um I think I got to go with the guy who's going to get me buckets, right? Like from wherever on the floor you pull up, splash, <laughs> drip. Got to go with the man Stephen Curry as my mm. number 2 pick. He's been on a, a tear, Steph. He's been on a tear this last what? 10, 10 days? He, he's 10 he's days? back
0: to like, uh, yeah, he's back to 2016, Steph. The, yeah, the 73
2: win. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Man, I, Averaging. I wish Clay was not injured, man. Uh, it would have been fun to watch this Warriors team. Because they got really young oh, pieces yeah. that could gel really well with Curry and Clay, as well as an aging Draymond, who doesn't really, obviously, is not nimble anymore, or like really moves like that, but he still facilitates and he's still a playmaker. And he would still do well on a contending team, I think. Oh, yeah. It's weird.
0: Draymond barely shoots now. He's just there, like... But he makes, like, these great passes. Yeah. Um, And
2: I don't know. It's like anyone who goes on the Warriors, the first thing they learn to do is it's either you cut or you should you get cut. It's like one of the two. You you (laughs) cut on the court or you're getting cut. That's all it is.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's what happened. They were like, D-Lo, you're not cutting. You're leaving. Yeah. (laughs) Um, The fact that the Warriors have made Andrew Wiggins look like a respectable player is, like, uh... it's like uh, props to them. <laughs> yeah, agreed. All right, Deshaun, who you got? I'm going to go with
1: Giannis as the second pick. I know Giannis has the deep-seated hatred of LeBron, at least on the court, so I kind of want to see them battle it out.
0: <laughs> nice. So, so far, Team KD's uh, got Giannis and Kyrie, and Team LeBron's got LeBron, Kawhi, and Curry. All right, Team LeBron, back to you.
2: All right, now, how you picked your first pick based off the captain, I'm going to pick my next pick based off your last pick. So you took Giannis. And if you want to make things interesting with, like, Kyrie, LeBron, Giannis, Harden, I'm going to go with my man, the chef,
0: James Harden. Can I James, do that? So... I think the only thing is, surprisingly, Harden was not a starter. Oh, so you has to be a starter. Yeah, yeah. so we got to go through the, the starter pool first, and then we'll get to the reserves. So surprisingly, yeah, I thought Harden might make it over Kyrie as a starter, but he's actually in the reserves, so you can't get to him just yet. Perfect. But now we know who you want in the reserves.
2: <laughs> so now that everyone knows who I want... <laughs> um, I'm going to go ahead and make my next pick, which I think he's a force to be reckoned with. And he's been proving it. Proved it yesterday in, in crunch time with that dagger three over... So small guy. Was it a small guy? I don't know if he was he was, small. he was short.
1: He was short.
2: <laughs> uh, Joel Embiid. I'm going to go go with the mvp joel oh
0: man that was an i think it was over royce O'Neill. but yeah that was that yeah was,
2: no it was uh i thought it, no it was bogdanovich oh it was bogdanovich okay, was
0: bogdanovich. Oh, okay. yeah i think it was bogdanovich. but regardless that was one heck of a performance and then the way he just kept going at gobert man yeah. that was that was amazing you guys heard I, and the, a... way he, the best was how he trolled the ref into yeah. <laughs> giving up uh, mitchell that tech <laughs> uh,
2: did you know that was the second time he's done that
0: Oh, no. I saw uh, it on Twitter to Mitchell.
2: To Mitchell, <laughs> he did it last year in a like game where, like, he blocked Mitchell on like a on a layup, and yeah. Mitchell fell on the ground, and like he like taunted him a little bit. Like I, said, I don't, know, I think they're boys, but they look. He looked at him. He said something, and then Mitchell got up, and then he was running, you know, back to, on defense, and he just like like shoved a, like a slight Donovan Mitchell slight shove on Embiid, and Embiid toppled over right in front of the ref, <laughs> immediate tech right to Donovan Mitchell. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, well, we do know that Embiid's first true love was soccer. And so he's he's, he's yeah, acting like a soccer
2: star. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Maybe in some other lifetime, LeBron also has played soccer. <laughs>
1: no, he's an actor. That's why. LeBron's an ah, actor that's true. Like that. There's a
2: difference. That's, why. that's true.
0: <laughs> All right. And then, so Nishan, who do you have so far? You have Kyrie. You got Giannis so far. So this is your third pick. Okay.
1: This is my third pick, yeah. Mm-hmm. So so we got some good guys already taken off, off court. I think, you know, just as a starter to balance this out, this isn't the most sexy pick, but but this guy probably would be the point guard of my team. I'm gonna take Nick, uh, Jokic.
0: Oh yeah, gotta match up with someone with Embiid.
1: Yeah. Even though I don't think Jokic could really guard Embiid, but at least <laughs> on the <laughs> offensive end, he could probably give Embiid some trouble.
0: 100%. Oh yeah. I think the way you described Jokic's game perfect, like not sexy at all, but he's just so good. Like, and his passes, oh man. That guy's just good. Alright, Team LeBron. I think this is gonna be your last pick of uh the first, like with the starters.
1: So your options here are Beal, Tatum, and, and Doncic, Doncic, right?
2: Yeah. I'm gonna go ahead and get the guy who leads the NBA in points. And that is Bradley Beal. Nice, certified I, bucket right there. Certified, certified bucket. Certified. No matter <laughs>
0: where. I thought it you might school. take Doncic there, but...
2: I, you know, I don't need him because I have LeBron. And I That's also true. have Harden at some point down the road. <laughs> 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 so we're way down there. Pre-planning for Harden. <laughs>
0: uh, All right. So Nishan, that means you you you're gonna get Doncic and Tatum onto your team to finish I'm up happy the start. With that. I'm <laughs> happy with that. That's solid. All right, and then now Nishan, you get the first pick with the reserves now.
1: All right. Well, you know the pick that I would make as Michelle would be Julius Randle. That's because the love runs deep. <laughs> but uh, but let's let's hashtag mixtape. Let, exactly hashtag mixtape. But let's try to keep this a little bit interesting and. Uh, you know, after I didn't get a chance to get Joel Embiid, what I will try to do is get the guy that he's been he's been uh, acting to get all these technicals for. I'm gonna get Donovan Mitchell. Wow, oh.
0: Donovan Mitchell, Mitch.
1: <laughs> Let's the fire let the let the fires run, man. Yeah,
0: that's.
2: <laughs> I mean, shit. Who doesn't uh, want to
1: see Mitchell dunk over Embiid in this game?
2: Uh, I'm down. I'm down. Or Mitch get a technical because <laughs> because he. I'll <laughs> start game first, Mitchell. Yeah, I'll start <laughs> Mitchell. <laughs> <laughs> Looking All at right. these reserves, man, this is tough. This is a tough, uh, tough draft.
0: But well, I think we know who you want, Rohan. Though <laughs> you think you got your eye. We know you got your eyes on Harden.
2: You know what? If it hasn't been made clear already, I'm gonna go with my man, Harden, James.
0: Thomas. Oh, man. But just a side note, I gotta love how hard it. It just shows how these NBA players can, like, turn it on at any time. The dude oh came God. in, like, so out of shape, so fat. And Kendrick Perkins was like, he's looking like me out there. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Honestly, I'm convinced he was stuffing. Because. Yeah. All the times where he was wearing like you saw padded that. clothes, like, yeah, it was always like practice warm up gear. And I feel like he probably had towels under there. He's like, give me he the had towels here. or ice
2: packs <laughs> or something. Yeah.
0: Because uh, oh, that man. first Comes game to- on
2: the Nets when he was warming up, I'm like, dude, you shedded like 50 pounds. How did you get
0: <laughs> Comes to the Nets, first game, gets a triple double, <laughs> leading the league in assists. I mean, I think we all knew like he was just dogging it in Houston. Like, yeah. his stats weren't. But.
2: And right. let's not discredit. Like the Nets roster, I mean, definitely oh, built yeah. for that. I mean, there's a lot of movement. There's a lot of people who are like who have a chip on their shoulder and want to like you know compete. Like Bruce Brown. I mean, you see him. You've seen him, Everyone's Seen him play. So effort there by the team is a plus, though for sure. Anyways, Machant, back to you.
1: All right now 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 this is where it gets interesting because I think we're getting to the group of guys where. Uh, they they all they all play pretty well and i kind of want to go for the excitement factor here um and so i'm gonna take zion the guy that you maybe oh. didn't think deserved it but oh, wow. i can't see anybody getting more lob dunks uh, than than zion i, I kind of want to see an in-game hopefully he could do an in-game slam dunk contest for
0: us that interesting well, I mean, I, mean, he I hope he out. still plays because I just saw that uh, he was out for tonight's game. But it might just be like one of those like load management uh, things. But hopefully he's still playing in, that, in the All-Star game. Well, Paul George is
2: out tonight too, which is funny. And do you know why he's out?
0: Oh, I saw that uh, apparently he was shooting around. He got dizzy. <laughs> they
2: listed it as dizziness. I can't wait for the DNP dizziness. That's going to be
0: <laughs> I mean, I don't, I, I guess. I mean, you just got to love like the, the reasons just that these players
2: yeah sure that's eh, good it's good it's good at least they're not they're not they're telling the truth right it's not like oh like load management just put that on there at that point
0: <laughs> oh man just finding ways to get around that suspension for load management yeah. <laughs> for the five. <laughs> all right back to you uh, bro
2: so Zion, zion zion zion's a good pick i mean if we are this is the all-star game and I guess we want points, we want threes, we want Lob City. We want points on there, so. I think I just gotta go with. Dame time.
1: Damn, that's what I was gonna take next. It's
2: it's, it's Dame time. Like, this is. If we're talking about snubs off the starter list, this is a big time snub. And I should have taken him probably last pick, but I had already etched in stone hardened so i had to
0: go <laughs> oh man i think i yeah i i think it was like one of those things where yeah i think it was coaches and and the players both had dame over Doncic, right but the fans yeah. were was beat out uh, is why donjic which i out. think
2: is stupid and i don't know if i've read this somewhere but i agree th- I, I think they should move the tiebreaker to better record for the team as opposed to the fan. Uh, vote. Because, I don't a know. Man. A fan You're vote. Wrinkled. I mean Luca's gonna win every year. Right? Like there is yeah, no He's got the international vote. Yeah, Luca's gonna win every year. So Yeah. I mean uh, you can't go wrong with Dane. Correct. Back to you, Nishant.
1: Alright, I gotta I gotta add some shooters. I think you've been taking uh you've been <laughs> yeah. taking the majority of the shooters. I'm I'm looking at my team and I'm like, well, KD's <laughs> not playing. I, I don't got that many <laughs> I don't get I mean Luca can shoot, Tatum can Luka. shoot, don't get me wrong. Yeah. But like And Kai you know, D Mitch and D Yeah, and, and Kai can shoot. Yeah, D Mitch, I think about him as a driver, attacker. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna try to take uh I'm gonna try to take a shooter here. I'm gonna go with Booker. Oh uh, Book. He's got that same fire. I mean you Devin Booker reminds me a lot of Damian Lillard. He's got that fire, like in like, the, the end of the game. Like I don't give a shit who's against me. Like I'm putting this up and I'm ending this now. And I think that that compliment with Chris Paul is like perfect because I think Chris Paul uh, is has got that same personality, that real big fire. And I'm I'm glad I thought Booker this uh, earlier this year took a step back, but now he's like shaping up into form and he's back at it, man.
0: Yeah, player of the month in February. Uh, I think, like you said, he's kind of Lillard, but he's five inches taller. So that's, he's just like, Ooh, he could just like, inches, sk- yeah,
2: man, book. All right. Um uh, I got all the shooters. I have a lot of shooters in <laughs> the I guess I should probably get someone to plays defense. And I'm moving <laughs> towards Jalen Brown. I gotta go with Jalen nice Brown.
0: Pig.
2: Nice I pig. it was between him and Paul George, and I do not want any of my people on my roster hitting the side of the backboard at any <laughs> Whether that's in-game. Shoot around <laughs> in the playoffs. Or, I don't need that. Um, so Pen- go with my pandemic peak.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> I, I was telling you Jay when when uh, when they announced that KD wasn't playing, and they announced that uh, Tatum was going to be the you know it was going to take a spot. I, I didn't realize that they had to pick another forward, but I. I don't even think Tatum is the best player on his own team this year. I think Brown has been much better than him this year. This year, I'm not saying Tatum's not the better player overall, yeah. but this year, I feel like Brown's been way better. I mean, uh, there were like there was like a stretch of, I think, six or seven games when Kemba didn't play and Tatum didn't play, and Brown was unconscious. I mean, this guy, <laughs> offensive, defensive, I mean, and, and he's a smart guy. I mean, yeah. he's, he's a total package. That's a great pick, man.
2: Yeah, Brown's a good, um, a good. He's a good pick, or he's just a good player in general. Smart player.
0: Let's see. Um, so, Randall's waiting for you, Misha. I know. <laughs> hey. I know.
1: We're, I I was gonna take one more guy before Randall. And that's because this is the All Star game. I want to see some more dunks. I want to see who's gonna be able to get a better dunk on my oh. team ah. between Zion and Zach Levine.
0: Oh, nice, nice. Okay. We got and a also
1: a fide scorer, so I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. happy to have him as well.
2: Crunch time scorer too, so you know that plays a role. This, this, are these All Star games because it's there's no time at the end, right? It's like first. Yeah, two. are E-Lom they still doing it this year? They're still doing yeah, it. They're right? Yeah, they're yeah. still doing it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, so yeah, that be, that be that's a good pick. Zach Levine, man, you'll be impressed. Um, all right. I mean. We've already shitted on this guy, like, or at least I'd have it, but YouTube did already, because no one wants to see him on the All Star roster. <laughs> but now that he's here, I probably should take him, and I'm gonna go. With, I'm gonna go with the guy, Vooch, man. Vooch. Uh, uh, Vooch. We, we talked about him. He's a solid center, right? Like, I think in this day and age, he, like, yeah, for yeah. a strike center, threes. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, I think. Helps out the magic, and I mean, again, it's like the middle of the pack team. Like Cole Anthony's pretty good too, but he's been injured. Is that correct?
0: Yeah, he's been injured. Cole Anthony so... got hurt. Uh Fultz got. I mean, Fultz is out Fold, for the year. Yeah. We already know Isaac was already. Out. was out. Yeah, so according <laughs> it, yeah, Fournier,
2: it's, it's
0: tough, man. Tough season for them. Or really, like just tough,
2: tough luck. But Vooch, man, he deserves it. Not really. Hopefully, he's got he an outcoming.
1: Hopefully, he's got what? an outcoming soon because. Uh... Because I'm hearing some trade rumors about him maybe going to Celtics, so he might Boops. be joining a yeah.
2: They could use him for sure.
0: Yeah, don't yeah, have to run out Tristan defense. Thompson for 30 minutes <laughs> a game. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's scary. <laughs> nah, nah, time lord. <laughs> the time, time lord.
1: <laughs> uh, all right, so oh, back it's... at me here. I'm gonna I'm gonna take the guy um, that. Me, personally, that I wanted to get. So, I don't want to wait. I don't want to mess around anymore. I'm going to take Randall here. <laughs> I think... I mean, you look at his numbers, and they don't they don't necessarily jump out at you. But you see what he has changed from where he started in the NBA. You know, he started this guy as this guy that everyone thought was a... Stereo, you know, the best-case scenario for him was going to be Draymond Green. And he showed that he's not that guy. I mean, he... he is a better scorer than Draymond ever was, but he and, and obviously not as a good of a defender, but he does have the instincts that Draymond had. The good pa- open field, open court passing. He can be a dribble first kind of guy, so I'm excited that he made it, and I'm going to take him now.
0: Nice. I think what's really surprised me about Randall is the passing. Like, I never thought he had this. Um, you know, I kind of had some affinity to him because he started out as a Laker. Um, we had to let him go so we could sign Brock, but... Man, I, I just didn't know he could pass like this. I think that's been what's amazing, and I think it's the Tibbs effect. Like Tibbs comes in and just like gets guys to stay in shape, and then they just play like so hard for Tibbs, and that's what we see with the Knicks this year.
2: Yeah, I think I was a huge Randolph fa- fan in college. Uh, I just loved that one him, year like, at Kentucky. In Kentucky, right? yeah, and so I mean they had a great team too, mind you, but. Just I guess his, I mean, he was big for a college kid, and then he came into into the NBA. He was heavy for, for the you know the position that he needed to play. Obviously, shed a ton of weight. He's become more lean, and um, yeah, his vision. Uh, he finds his he finds his people. Oh, he's averaging six six assists a game. That's a lot. That's a six assists yeah. averaging that. I mean, twenty three six and eleven for Julius Randle. I mean, he he definitely deserves an All Star uh, about a vote, and uh, I think that's a good pick. Oh, also at the same time, yeah, the Tibbs effect, and Tibbs doesn't play Austin Rivers anymore. I don't know if you noticed that, but <laughs>
0: no, D Rose, D Rose came in and he's like, "All right, bye, bye, Austin." Yeah,
2: yeah, D Rose came in and he's like, "All right, well, Austin, you can, you know." You I know, Frankie I, Smokes is starting
0: t- over Austin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's like, oh man, I'm sure I'm sure Doc will take Austin. I was gonna say so.
2: Doc, uh, <laughs> Tibbs about to receive a call from Doc and be like, "Bro, what are you doing with my son?" <laughs> Apparently, they're really good friends. I just heard on a podcast earlier today.
0: Yeah, because uh, Doc was his assistant at, yeah. with those Celtics. Yeah. Yep. Oh, sorry, Tibbs was his Tibbs assistant. Tibbs was his
2: assistant, yeah. All
0: right. All right. So, um, what do we got left? So we got Paul George left, Gobert. We got Paul we George. Got,
2: Go, no, yeah, Rudy is still there. Simmons, Chris Paul, uh, Simmons, 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 Sabonis.
0: Paul and Sabonis. We got about five people left. Okay. Well, we already know Rohan doesn't want Pandemic P, so...
2: <laughs> yeah, we'll probably... I could probably scroll down. I mean... <laughs> I think it would be a little ridiculous for me to not... To take Rudy. Eh, not really. But I'm going to go with my guy. Not really my guy. But the guy who will play defense for my team, and only that. And it's going to be Ben Simmons. Oh, Nice. That. He,
1: he's hit like two threes this year, dude. He's like on fire, <laughs> or something like
2: that. He'll get he'll get that opportunity definitely, like during shooter round, um, to like <laughs> up shots as many as he wants. But if he does anything besides play defense or give the ball to Embiid, like that's all he should be doing. I'm glad the Sixers honestly figured it out. Like it was it it would have sucked to watch like all those picks and everything they got together with Embiid and Simmons and to have that bro- like broken out broken up it would have sucked with Harris too I mean, they paid a lot for Harris yeah. the clippers they took on his contract um,
0: i think they fi- i think they kind of were a t- couple years late on firing Brett Brown i think yeah. they were kind of 100% they just took He just like Kenny Atkinson
2: let- for the nets like you know he could have brought that like camaraderie in maybe for like a team and he led him through like the there. tough years
0: yeah exactly, exactly. Yep. he led him through the tough years of the process and because, yeah, a couple of years ago, they had this lineup. It was, like, uh, Simmons and Embiid surrounded by, like, Redick, Covington, and Sarich. Yeah. Or, like, Bellinelli or something like that. And yeah, that was, Sargent. like, one of their the best lineups in the league. It was just, like, oh, yeah, all you got to do is put three they had shooters. Yeah, Josh Richardson. Around. Oh, right? last year. Yeah, yeah, Rich- yeah, but yeah he, last
2: year. Oh, you're saying a couple of years ago? He, yeah, I think he was a little.
0: Was yeah, I think they missed Sarich and Covington. And once they got rid of those guys, they kind of, like, deviated away from, like, the three shooters stuff around him. But now they got that back. Yeah. All right, Nishan,
1: who you got? All right. Well, since this is the Elam ending and, you know, even last year, though, this guy wasn't the starter, you know, he was going um, to be in there towards the end of the game. And that's yep, the guy yep, who's, yep. Who's, who's, uh, who's the floor general, who's a clutch scorer. I think, is he still the, uh, the this season, last season, he was like the clutchest player on Oklahoma City, right? Yeah. yeah. He was, like, well, I mean, him and Shea. Shay- yeah, the, him we and so Shea dead. were
2: like one and two at, in clutch points or whatever it was. It was ridiculous, <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> so I'm going to take Chris Paul here. Great pick. Um, Wherever I, he goes, they just win.
2: <laughs> you said, Yeah, for real, man. He really is a floor general. And I guess going back to what you had, when you picked Book, you were talking about how he takes over in games and whatnot. I've watched a lot of Suns games too. Um, one, they're a really fun team to watch. But two... Chris Paul, I, I don't know what the stats are for his cl- uh, cl- uh, clutch time points again, but all I see are mid-range jumpers from Chris after five minutes in the fo- with five minutes left in the fourth quarter. It's just like he tells where pe- people where to go, four uh, space out the floor, and it's the classic, you know, two dribble, go to the elbow, pop it. and You know what's going on. Yep. There's nothing else to do, right? Like there's, there's nothing else for him to do, um, or find the cutter. Um, which I mean, yeah, I think I think he's a really a uh, really good player and add for the song. And what they're like second in the east, the west what are they they're, they're second yeah they're ahead of oh, the Lakers and the
0: clippers wow. yeah.
2: yeah unbelievable i mean they've done, they've done a really good job good pick i i i thought about taking him but i have i have lebron
1: like we're, we're not <laughs> one unless uh, you're trying to get the banana boat crew back together you didn't yeah
2: then it. i got then i gotta i should have put mellow as my snub shit <laughs> <laughs> Carmelo, for all those uh, Gen Z <laughs> listeners out there, there's only one Mellow in our in our in our mind, and it's, uh, it's Carmelo, not Love.
0: Oh man. I can't believe that became a topic. It's like, oh, it's like <laughs> who's the <laughs> real Mellow? It's like <laughs> yeah.
2: disrespectful, man. Um, good pick.
0: All right, so, so we, we got three
2: players left. We got Sabonis, we got, we Paul, got George, Paul George, Rudy Gobert,
0: and Sabonis left.
2: I mean, I'm I have to take Rudy, right? Defensive Player of the Year, um, and we got certified bucket getters. And we got locks on my team. I don't know what else I need, and I got LeBron James. Rudy, go best.
1: Nice. That's the pick. All right. Well, I think I think you didn't want Paul George. I want Paul George. I think it's it's been a little bit overblown about how. Uh, I mean, he he he's not. He hasn't been clutch, but this guy. As much shit as he gets, he's also the guy that came back from one of the most gruesome injuries that I've ever seen. For sure. To be at the level that he's at, to be on a team that, you know, at at least in in our in people's minds, is a is an NBA finals team. Um, and and his game is just so smooth. I mean, it's like the it's like the complete opposite of Kawhi. Kawhi is very meticulous and very like it feels mechanical. And Paul George is a complete opposite. You know. He gets the ball and he kind of lulls you to sleep because his movements are so smooth. And so I'm excited yeah. to have him. I also needed a couple more guys that could play some defense because you got all the stud. <laughs> you got all the stud like wing players.
2: <laughs> nah, I mean, all jokes aside, I mean, he's been a really good player. Um, I think I, I don't know if he still. He was a 50-40-90 guy. I don't know if he still is, but. I think him and Yeah, Kawhi he may have pumped down a little,
0: but yeah, he was, he was at 50, 40, 90. Yeah,
2: yeah, he was at some point. I
0: mean, it's Paul George. He's I think he, just, he, at the moment he called himself playoff P, I think that's when he just <laughs> shot himself in the foot. Damn, yeah. Because then he set this expectation. Wait,
2: was it him? He called himself playoff P? Was that what happened? <laughs> yeah. It was oh, like his boy. first
0: year in OKC, and it, they were at like a press conference, and they were like, hey, Paul, like, you have a history of, like, you know, turning it up in the playoffs or something. He's like, yeah, like, y'all haven't met Playoff P yet. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, boy. And then that's what, after that, after, as soon as he said that, Donovan Mitchell, as a rookie, proceeded to <laughs> carry his team past PG and Russ. That was, like, that was a good series.
2: That was a good series. That was a good series.
0: All right. So, I guess, Rohan, that means you get the last guy. The disrespect for Sabonis is your guy. Sabonis, I mean... He's a good player. Um, I I, I actually I'd thought never... he should have made it over Vucevic to start out with.
2: So I was just about to say I would have put him as my snub um, if he with Katie wasn't injured, and I would have subbed out Vuce uh, for Sabonis. But again, it's the same. I had the same thought process of um, he is contributing twenty one six and eleven, but he still has Brogdon and Miles Turner who also contribute for his team like a lot as opposed to what to the type of help that like I guess Vooch gets like barely any um, but no Sabonis has been playing really well and then again you you, you look at standings um, and where the paces are um, and so yeah uh, Sabonis that's our team that's, that's the draft right that wraps
0: it up that's it yep. that wraps that's it good. up man that was right. that was fun I, it's like it's cool to do like our own like uh, mock draft and like see like who we like and what type of players we like to go with
1: yeah. yeah, for sure, man. That
0: was man. fun. That
1: was good. But you guys want to quickly recap the teams? Yeah. I, could go, I could start start off with mine.
0: Yeah, so, who's on your team? Um,
1: so my starters, uh, I got Kyrie. I got Giannis. Um, I got Luka and Jason Tatum. And I got Nikola Jokic.
2: All right. Solid. And then so my starters, at the one, I got Steph Curry. At the two, I got Bradley Beal. At the three, I got Kawhi. At the four I got LeBron, at the five I got Embiid. Solid solid stack. And then coming off the
1: bench for me, we got some high risers like Zach Levine and and Zion Williamson. We got some fiery bucket getters. I got Chris Paul and Devin Booker. And then we got we got the heart and soul of the team, Julius Randle. And to round it out, we got uh hopefully not the guy that's in during clutch time, Paul George. <laughs> Playoff piece. <laughs> oh and I got and I got and I got Donnie Mitch. I forgot about him. I got Donny Mitch too. I forgot that the expand they expanded the roster or
2: <laughs> Oh yeah. <laughs> um and then on my bench, uh I got I got I got some skyscrapers with Vooch and uh, Rudy. And I guess you can throw maybe Sabonis as like a, a short skyscraper. Um as well as Firepower and James Harden and Damian Lillard. And I got some lockdown defenders in Jalen Brown and Ben Simmons, so I think uh, this is a, this is a good matchup. You know what we should do? We should uh, we should take the the stats or the points for each player and add it up and see whoever wins for our team.
1: <laughs> we should do that, yeah, like a fantasy, what, yeah, like, like a fantasy, fantasy
2: yeah.
0: basketball. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, that was this was fun, guys. This was fun. Um, i was like man that's like uh, i always wanted to do like one of these mock drafts is like kind of like simulate and i'm glad we got to do it right before uh the real the real draft was done so
2: yeah i'm gonna watch it on youtube after
0: <laughs> same same <laughs> all right well i think it's gonna be a fun all-star weekend we'll see how it works like apparently the slam dunk contest is gonna be like at halftime of like the actual game and like it's gonna be it's gonna be a different experience but we'll see what the nba does
2: and, and when is the three-point contest is that at so halftime? I don't as know if well, that's or... also at
0: halftime or oh. they're doing it like a Saturday night, like skills challenge and three point contest. Oh, are they doing they...
2: Saturday? I thought they weren't doing Saturday
0: night. So yeah, that. so oh. I'm not. Yeah, I forgot what they're doing exactly. I but I know the dunk too. contest is definitely. Yeah, and the that I know. Boy, is at halftime. Obi Toppin, the dunk contest. Oh,
2: yeah, Obi. Yeah.
1: <laughs> He'll be an all star in a couple of years, don't worry. <laughs> oh,
2: he needs he needs to work on them calves first for him to <laughs> any type of. Yeah, he, he's a little top heavy. Yeah.
0: But anyways, we'll sign off on this pod. till next time. Thanks, guys. guys. Thanks care. for having me.